Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Wednesday, the 11th day in January of 2023. Hopefully the half point of your work week. I'm Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through your Wednesday. We're going to start with a slew of flaws that have been fixed in Zoom. If you use Zoom, which is a very popular video messaging and collaboration application, you need to update it. Or if you are installing it, be aware that there was a period of time that a slew of flaws could have impacted both Windows and Mac machines. The flaws tracked as CVE 2022-36930 was a flaw in the Windows installer that could be abused by criminals to escalate their privileges to system on a host, basically meaning that if they were targeting your machine, they would be able to execute commands like install malware, steal data. There was another one of these flaws for Windows clients tracked as CVE 2022-36929. And there were two flaws for a Mac client, tracked as CVE 2022-36926 and 27, which again allowed potentially abusers of these flaws, criminals, to escalate their privileges, meaning that they would be allowed to run commands as if they owned these machines, which is bad. So what you need to know is that Zoom has addressed these issues, but Zoom is a very popular target for cyber criminals. And so it's possible that cyber criminals will seek to look to see if anyone can be fooled into using an outdated or one of these installer packages that allow them to steal data ultimately, or in worst case scenario, ransomware your computer. Now to help prevent things like data theft and ransomware, a lot of companies will use special tools that allow them to gain access to a computer that that company owns, or you can allow someone access to your device by installing these particular software. These are called remote access tools, and one such tool is AnyDesk, and it is wildly popular because it works with both Windows, Linux, as well as Mac OS. And, and again, it's used by millions legitimately for remote connectivity uh, that allows people to administer a computer or system as well as help those customers that they have. The problem is that if you are an AnyDesk user or thinking about it, you might want to push pause. Criminals are actually delivering a piece of malware known as VDAR, and they're doing this by setting up thousands of fake websites that are all saying that they install or provide or sell AnyDesk. So AnyDesk, very popular brand, criminals know it. They know that people uh, trust AnyDesk or that some people are aware that their company uses AnyDesk. And so by installing a fake version of AnyDesk, many companies risk instead getting Vidar, information stealing malware, that can, as the name implies, lead to their data being stolen. So again, if you're a user or thinking about using the AnyDesk tool, be very careful about where you download it so that you don't get your information stolen. We're gonna move on to another tale of downloading fake tools or tools that you think you're getting but end up being malware. 
This one comes from a group of threat actors known as APT or Advanced Persistent Threat C41. Now you may see uh, APT C41 tracked as Strong Pity, which is uh, a name that researchers gave the group. And if you use an Android device, you may actually, if you're trying to get a video service called Shaggle, a poisoned version of Telegram. So a lot of users of Shaggle will be pushed Telegram as a means to uh, communicate. And unfortunately, instead of getting that Telegram app through uh, the fake website, what is happening is that you are getting APTC41's backdoor for mobile devices, specifically Android. Now, this is interesting because the malware actually, this backdoor, uh, will not install if the user already has a legitimate version of Telegram because it's posing as Telegram. So when it sees legitimate Telegram, just stops, can't install. That's the way that the Android uh, function operates. And it's unclear to cybersecurity researchers if this was just a mistake on the actor's part, if it's some sort of operational security that they don't want their malware on machines that already have Telegram, or if they're just targeting people that already don't have Telegram. All these things are possible. The group usually focuses on uh, people in Turkey or the Middle East at large. And again, if you find yourself on a video chat service website called Shaggle, uh, don't download Telegram from there at this time because you could be getting a backdoor on your Android device. If you want Telegram, go to Telegram's website directly and ensure that if you're getting it through the Android application that you look at all of the reviews and numbers so that you don't accidentally download a fake version that would allow this group to steal your data or spy on you. That's what we're going to end today on spying. There is a company that was based out of Israel known as the uh, NSO that uh, produced great spyware. And they sold this spyware to many governments and they've come under heavy fire because those governments have used NSO's spyware to target human rights activists, journalists, and government officials. And many people have said that NSO Group should be held accountable for the harm that their tools did while they directly profited by the sale of said tool. Specifically, Meta is looking to sue NSO group for their uh, damages. Uh, they claim that Meta customers suffered damages, specifically those individuals who had WhatsApp installed, which NSO spyware targeted. And this is really interesting because um, um, a WhatsApp spokesperson said that they believe that NSO group violated U.S. law and that they need to be held accountable for their, quote, unlawful operations. Now, NSO Group interestingly says that they did nothing wrong, that they, uh, they, they don't actually spy on anyone, that they just make tools that anyone would have made otherwise. Uh, simultaneously, however, to avoid being sued by companies in the United States, they asked to be treated like a foreign government, quote, agent. Uh, foreign government agents are exempt uh, in many cases from being uh, sued by U.S. entities. Uh, the President of the United States actually said that um, this is not something that NSO Group was entitled to. In other words, the President of the United States, uh, Joe Biden, said that NSO Group is not entitled to immunity under these circumstances. 
which technically opens the door for them to be sued, and that is what a court in the United States has granted WhatsApp the right to try to do. WhatsApp is going to sue NSO Group for their spyware, specifically for damages uh, that was uh, followed by the installation of this particular spyware. So what does this mean? It means that people who make malicious software can be held accountable by private companies, and that can be very damaging, is sending a warning to groups that do this that they could uh, actually end up bankrupt because these uh, damages are substantial and they have severe implications, not just for NSO Group, but for any country housing such an organization or any country buying tools from such an organization. And so there's a lot to unpackage as this story develops. But any time that a, a large-scale company producing, in this case, uh, tools that were purchased by militaries around the world, uh, that's a big deal because those militaries may no longer have that capability. And as they're looking for suitable replacements for that capability, they need to be aware that these legal actions could also impact those companies. So it means that some countries who can develop their own tools uh, may have an edge in the future, and countries that don't uh, may not. And so it's an interesting cross-section between politics and cyber activity and protecting people from these kinds of companies. And when all those things come together, we get strange and interesting decisions on how technology can be applied in the modern world. That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding Wednesday. Hopefully you're halfway through your work week, so stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy, and we'll see you tomorrow. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to an undergraduate student. Subash Sapkota is a biology student at the University of Louisiana, and he is getting a sincere tip of the cap for recently being awarded a grant that will enable him to conduct research titled Use of Machine Learning in the Identification of Invasive Aquatic species, and this is specific to uh, bodies of water in northeast Louisiana, which uh, has a history of being impacted by hurricanes, which could dramatically change uh, the biological landscape. So for your dedication to the ecology of your area of study and your local area, uh, for being granted research uh, that shows uh, the promise of your application of what you've learned and for setting an example that you can help those around you to include the animals. A sincere tip of the cap and please keep on biologing.